me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico's. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it. Because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Howdy, DC on screen fans. How would you like a piece of original artwork from one of us here at DC on screen? All right, we're aware that you've never thought of that before, but here's the deal we need your help. Um, because the internet is a giant monster that requires numbers and regular feeding times. And then these, these, these algorithm things that are like our personal demons that we can't defeat alone. Do the right thing. Go over to iTunes. Give us a, a five-star review or a more honest review if you feel absolutely led to. And then email yeah. us at dconscreen at gmail.com. What we're going to need you to do is just write in an address. Tell us who you are. Give us whatever address you want, to, want us to send you something at. You know, if, we, if you don't want us to know where you live, send it to your neighbors and go steal his mail, whatever. Yeah. Just... Give us that, and then we need you to write Dave or Jason, and then we need you to write the name of a character. We're going to send you a piece of artwork. All I can say about it is that one of us is a good artist and one of us is not. If you've actually been listening to every episode, you might know the secret answer to that, uh, to who you should really ask, but, um, hey, or toss a coin. You know, once you you get the picture from us, uh, take a picture of it or scan it or something. Send it back to us, and we'll put it on Facebook, just Tell like us. we do with your DC loot. Yeah. <laughs> Send it back with, like, critiques if you want to. We don't give a fuck. I, you know. <laughs> Draw over it, you know, pull a Deadpool. Right? Whatever. One of us might cry. <laughs> <laughs> we'll both probably we'll both probably cry. But whatever. Point is, you know, it's it's come that time. It's it's the classic call to action. We need some. We need to get out there. We need to get a little bit of the uh, the review game going. Um and uh, this is this is our humble offering. Yeah, humble offering. Very humble. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't say it any better myself, man. That was a good pitch. Oh, thank you. All right, with that said, uh, settle in for a new episode of DC On Screen. Welcome into DC On Screen. I am your host, David C. Robertson, and this is my co-host, Jason. Hi. And um, we're going to be talking about, and getting super spoilery on, Legends of Tomorrow, 104, White Knights. Mm-hmm. And um, gosh, man, this is, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. This is this was a pretty disappointing episode for me. Uh, I agree. I, I didn't think, aside from Snart just being friggin' balls of the wall as, as per usual. Right. I didn't really have anything to, I, I didn't really like it. Like, ugh, ugh. <laughs> that's uh yeah that's where i am with it um like i i mean uh, well all right let me gather my thought on this i i enjoyed the episode less than i've enjoyed the other episodes uh-huh i mean there's only been four um i have thus far enjoyed the crap out of the show though so it's it's i i, I don't see this as like a systemic problem it's just that I, uh, it felt more rushed than the other episodes have and i realize i'm saying that in the context that 
apparently there are a lot of people that think the episodes are a little rushed and a little clunky. And I actually don't agree mm-hmm. with that for the most part. I've, I've thought that mm-hmm. it was a, it's an ensemble thing. And uh, to me, the reason it feels, I think the reason that a lot of people feel like it's clunky is because there are parts of the show that are really clicking right now. And there are parts that aren't. And it's, it's parts mm-hmm. of the ensemble that are and aren't clicking. So when you go to one part of it that isn't working, that part feels like it's forced. And then when you go back to the part that mm-hmm. is working, now it feels like you've kind of hit a bump in the road. Whereas, like, when you see an ensemble cast that's really nailing it on all fronts, you don't even, it's seamless. It's just waters changing mm-hmm. current, you know? And mm-hmm. this hasn't achieved that yet. Yeah. And I think, uh, I really do think about half the cast are just not clicking. And uh, it's, <laughs> I, I'm going to, I'm going to call it as being Jax, Sarah, and Kendra. They're just, Oh. Kind of patently bad in a lot of ways. Can I give you the uh, Can I give you the line that had nothing to do uh, with the show internally? Um, I had to, I actually wrote down word for word something my uh, my fiance said because she was she was watching the show with me. Sure. Okay. <clears throat> and um, she's watching. We're having a good time with the show. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And then we get to one of the training scenes, and word for word, uh, can I have my phone back? I don't like it when Sarah talks. <sighs> yeah. That's that's pretty on point. I, I thought that. I mean, I I had to stop and write that one down because that's. Can I can I just? Are you seriously keeping your phone from your fiance? No, it was on the other side. Like she was on the right side of me, and the the nightstand's on the other. Uh, the whatever oh, the hell okay. you call that. The it, table's over there. It has like it sounded like she was asking for permission to have her phone back. Like you taking it from her. Like no, you're not allowed to look. You're not allowed to be on your phone. No, you're imagining like we're standing up and I'm taller than her, so I'm like holding it above out of jumping range. <laughs> I was like, don't force her to watch the show not man. quite that deep she was happy to watch it um okay she was like oh i like that show let's sit and watch that and we got to one of the sarah scenes and it was just I, it just i don't like it when sarah talks that was as plainly as she could put it and i thought it was yeah i couldn't have, I couldn't have put it better myself sometimes yeah um yeah battle of the psycho birds canary and hawk can't do it man it was awful <laughs> I don't care why they're going rogue, why they're going whatever, they're psycho, flipping mm-hmm. out. I don't care. I don't care that she's a reincarnated hawk goddess. And by the way, can we can we say that phrase too many times in a show? Uh, yeah, Legends of Tomorrow just did it. No, no, uh, um, that one that one didn't bother me as much as this. If I hear one more goddamn time that two months ago she was a barista, I may lose it. Right? I wrote that down too. I may fucking like, lose it. I was a barista. I'm like, shut up. Well, you're up. not anymore. Damn it, lady. I'm like, you could always go back to being a barista. Yes. I would be fine with that. I'll drop you off wherever you want. And you will be a barista until Vandal Savage comes in looking for a double mocha chocolate latte or whatever the crap. <laughs> and and, and you winds up the putting. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Kills you with uh, one of the damn sippy straws they insist on giving you when you buy coffee. Yeah. I mean. I said I wanted whipped cream. <laughs> is this not half calf? Oh my god, this is whole with milk a, with a light sprinkling of cinnamon. A light <laughs> sprinkling, Shiara. Alright, yes. Yeah, that's, so. that's actually how he finds her. <laughs> she he tracks her down based on a bunch of Starbucks user comments about the worst barista right. in Central City. He's like, oh no, that's my girl. That's my girl. This is what happens when you try to be a barista when you're supposed to be a goddess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, um, I did enjoy. Are you quoting Top Gun? Maybe that, that was, was a lot. That of fun. was fantastic. 
I yeah, I'm enjoying Snart with everybody. <clears throat> yeah. Like anytime Snart's on screen, I'm enjoying it. No, uh, Snart. Ray, I'm. It's okay. It's fine. No, I, I still, I, I really do love Ray. I thought Brandon Routh is doing a better job even than I thought he would do, and I kind of thought he would do a damn uh-huh. good job. Mm-hmm. Um, he's doing fine. And but, but when they know. team him up with Snart, both of them are better. They are. They are. It's one of those magical combos so far. I think that's something that this episode teaches us is that you put Snart and Ray together, they're both better. But you can put, you can literally put Mick with anybody, and it's, and it's fine. Fun. <laughs> it's it's the same level of fun. <laughs> I mean, he sounds um, almost sage. You should start thinking like a criminal. That guy wants to kill you, right? I like. The more that they tune him, fine-tune him, and he becomes less over the top, the more I like him. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you told me I could use my gun. Yeah, it, no, I mean, before oh. that even, his his the, the way they recruit him on <laughs> that, that particular mention is, do I get to use my gun? Okay, then. Mm-hmm. Done and done. <laughs> gun and done. Um, oh, um, I, I, I can go ahead and... Um, the this it I, one of my fears was assuaged. It was the eighties. Um, I would like mm-hmm. to, as much as we bitched about it on the last, I would like to personally thank the show for not bringing in too much the eighties. They went Cold War Russia eighties, yeah. which didn't have the yeah. same problems we did. I would, you know, there, I was a little disappointed in that. I wanted to see more eighties stuff, but at the same time, I would have just bitched that it felt like it was a retread of all the seventies stuff they just did. So. You would have felt like, oh my god, are we going to do this every episode? Don't get me wrong, I wouldn't yeah. have minded some talking heads in the background somewhere, but short of that, I'm okay. I'm okay without any of it. You know what I actually would have done? Uh-huh. I actually would have had a scene where they all come out in 80s gear and it's got like some awful synth snare drum, <laughs> snare drum echo thing going mm-hmm, on. Mm-hmm. And then they just see themselves in a mirror and go, uh-uh, no. And then like go back and then <laughs> we move on with the episode. <laughs> That would have been perfect. Oh, no, no, no. They they walk out of whatever this magical room is in their 80s gear, and uh, Rip just looks at him and goes, you know, you realize you realize we're in Russia in the 80s. Well, yeah. <laughs> Russia won't have those outfits for 10 more years. Oh. Right. That would have been good, too. That would have been good, too. Um, I, the uh, By the way, the, the airplane battle looked great. Airplane battle did look pretty good. I was happy to see Kronos again. I was wondering uh, how long we were going to mm. go without him. Yeah. Uh, when we're talking about the, the the woman scientist, I don't remember her name, but I just I love that Snart goes, I say we put two in the back of her head and call it a day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, He's a pragmatic one, that one. At my favorite line of the episode, <laughs> Mick and Stein just got nicked by the Ruskies. <laughs> <laughs> No, actually, oh, my favorite man. thing uh, in the episode came out of him, but it wasn't even a line. It's just that he keeps stealing wallets everywhere he goes. That was so fun. I enjoyed well, the crap out of it. a wallet. <laughs> enjoyed the crap out uh, of it. Oh, um, something else. Uh, um, and it was it was wasn't it Matthew Ryan Cronin that brought this up. Um, oh, uh, yeah. He says when the uh, <laughs> damn plane crash lands, all the able-bodied men get strapped in, and Sarah, Kendra, and Old Man Stein. <laughs> Just hold themselves up by sheer strength? Come on, yeah, you yeah. got to be kidding me! That's a ridiculous oversight. I'm gonna, Absolutely. I'm gonna try to, uh, I'm gonna try to recap me and the fiance's conversation as best I can. Uh, fiance, why are they standing up? I don't know why they're standing up. Well, don't they have chairs? I know they have chairs. So why are they holding onto a bar? I really have no idea why they're holding onto a bar right now. 
Well, mm-hmm. there aren't chairs? I specifically know there are nine chairs because in the pilot, you're wondering why there are exactly nine chairs in this damn ship. I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't know, babe. I don't understand. <laughs> I got nothing right now. Yep. <coughs> um, yeah, that all sounds about right. Oh, um, can I, did that, I don't know if they called these things any, anything, so can I try to coin a term real quick? Sure. Babel pills. Care to expound? This is going to be a little bit of a Hitchhiker's Guide reference. Oh. Oh, oh, right, right, right. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, the pills that, unless you, unless you understand anything, there, yeah, that's some Doctor Who shit, man. Nah, that's Hitchhiker <laughs> shit. You ingest something that makes yeah. you, uh, that, that's a Douglas Adams device, to me, which actually also means it's Doctor Who device, incidentally, yeah. because he was fucking everywhere. Um, that's what geniuses get so. to do, is go wherever the hell they ever want to and write. Um, Mm-hmm. Babel pills, though. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. That's my homage to Douglas Adams on this episode. Yeah, it was a really <sighs> like cheap explanation. Like, well, they connect to your larynx and send neurons to blah 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 blah. None of that made sense. <laughs> Mm-mm. None of that no. made sense. I, I'm actually not even sure how many neurons there are in your larynx and how well they connect to the, anything else that might understand language. But yeah, I kind of feel like it should have just been a situation of like. Here, swallow this. What is it? It's a device. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, just, that'd be fun. Just it's, say a, it's device. a device. Just like, period. Leave it hanging there. One of like the things that like one of my favorite bits was the universal translator from Star Trek. Yeah. Um, in the original series, they had to carry around this thing that actually did look like a sonic screwdriver. Nice. Um, but in the 24th century stuff, like once you got into DS9 and stuff, um, like you had like there's an episode called Little Green Men where Quark or the the Ferengis on the show wound up going accidentally getting pulled back in time to Earth and they they're the crash at Roswell. Mm. And um yeah. the all of the people on Earth can't understand them, like, why can't we understand? Like, oh we've gotta reset the uh we gotta reset the, the universal translator, which is in their head and they can get to they can actually hit the reset button by sticking something up their nose and hitting the reset button. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Let me just but, retool this thing. Does anyone have a 50-cent zinc nail I can borrow for a second? Need three inches or longer. Anything? Anyone? Anyone? Right. Well, in the future, they'd be able to reset it with a, with a pad or something, but <laughs> in the I need, 40s. I need to perform a circus maneuver real quick to actually. <laughs> oh, man. Um, okay. Um, but yeah, going, jumping back, though, Jax is awful. He's an alpha actor, has, and they give him the worst lines on the show. That's not coming out of Sarah's mouth or Kendra's mouth. <laughs> Actually, no, see, like, I disagree on that. Seriously. I don't think he has the worst lines on the show. Like, you're the one calling the shots, and I've got to take the shots. I actually liked that a little bit. I, yeah. That wasn't but bad. The, the line itself was the, the line itself was undercut and overshadowed by, by how bad he is. Here's my only problem like, with this he guy. He is really bad. I, well, I mean... I agree, but my 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 major note, like if I if I had this guy in a room and I could just ask him to do one thing, stop looking like you're smelling shit. Keep your jaw in. Just just tuck that jaw right yeah. back into the face. And trust me, I'm not talking yeah. about his. This is not a conversation about his physical looks, man. This is a choice he's making. Watch him. He's like mm-hmm. sticking his jaw out like he was about to get hit by something, which actually is the worst way to get hit by something. But whatever. It, mm-hmm. He he just keeps doing that that mandible movement thing that he's oh he's overusing it it'd be it'd be different in certain scenes when he's really angry or when he's really this but even in a scene where he's really angry like the giant one with stein you've gotta you gotta pull pick your moments even when you're angry you have to show anger only sometimes 
You have well, to like. He has you have to let it team and he, simmer. He jets at his jaw and he scrunches his face up like he he smells crap. Yeah, I don't and remember just, what his eyes look like most of the time. It, he squints all the time. He's it's this like posturing like faux angry thug thing that he's doing, and it's really bad. Whatever it is he's doing is bad. It's, it's just he's. <laughs> He's using and that think about like there are a few things you can do to to portray anger, right? You can you can stick out your jaw and you can scowl and furrow your brows and everything and you can flare your nostrils mm-hmm. and you can purse your lips and you can do all that to show anger. One of the tricks is though with television as opposed to the stage, you only have to probably do one of them. Mm-hmm. If you're good. Absolutely. Absolutely. Look across the I screen and I'd be Garber's so happy friends. to see Ben McKenzie come back. <laughs> I can't wait for Gotham to come back. I'm gonna miss, I miss going, the hell out of. He's ben only McKenzie. doing like two or four of those things. We're fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So this kid, like you know, I had high hopes for him, but like either he's like I stupid. I, I really, he's like he's in a Power Ranger show, man. He is. He thinks he's in a Power Ranger. I, I know show. what you mean. It is that kind of like Saturday morning overacting a little bit, and I, it's I haven't lost hope in the kid. I really haven't. It's just. He's got to pull it back a little bit. Same advice mm-hmm. we gave, you know, Killer Frost last episode. But pull it in. I mean, look across from you. Like, Victor Garber is so good that I still loved that scene. Yeah, I don't know how Victor Garber's not rubbing off on the dude. I, I mean, that's not a joke about Victor Garber being gay. I know he is. Calm is down. I didn't even know that. <laughs> he actually, not you. I'm just, whoever in the audience knows that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean it that way. I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> I doubt I know that's someone's going to say something joke we've made. <laughs> I'm sure it's not. But um, <laughs> yeah, Victor Garber's a really good actor. Please, he's absurdly good. Pay they give him jets. lines that should never work, and they still do. Yeah, because he, he's just got a. He sells it. Yeah, and he's he's just got a a presence to him that that. People don't get uh, uh, like people that you have to earn it. You like very few people walk into life and can do that. Um, yeah. Oh man. But he like he's so good that he actually may be able to fix this character at some point. And I have the highest hopes that that's mm-hmm. that's the case. And I just like on set. I I just want like every time they have to wait for a few hours to film a scene. Every time they show up and there's a two hour delay. I just want someone in production to make sure that like what's his name? Drama. I think his last name oh, is Drama. Um... Franz? Drama, I think. Franz Drama? It's like D-R-A-M-E-H. Uh, yeah, something like I'm sorry. Something like I'm that, sorry, yeah. dude. I forgot your name. I think you're Mr. Drama, though. Um, put him in the room with, with Garber. That'd be funny. Just... <laughs> if his name was Drama? Yeah. Yeah. I think it is D-R-A-M-E-H. I just don't even know how to pronounce that. But, hey, uh, that's another thing I'd like to... Franz... Uh, yeah. like for someone Franz to count Drame. how many times we mispronounce someone's name. Yeah. Franz Drama. Franz Drama? Oh, I, I, think, I was close. I think, yeah. Nice. Um... There's a surprise. Um, yeah, man. Those those two need to hang out, like, a lot. Just a whole hell of a lot. Because Garber, you can tell even on, even in the Brandon Routh scenes, you can you can almost feel him trying to, just trying to do a better job, because he's in the room with this guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I think he actually is worse when he's with Stein, just because I think he's trying to kick it up to such a level that he's just being bad. <laughs> He's, I, I think he's just trying to choose some scenery. I don't know, I'll be honest, man. I don't think him. Ralph. I don't think I've seen him at any point in the show where I didn't enjoy him. I, I thought he's done a pretty damn good job so far. I, of all the things, oh, you talking about Ralph? I was still talking about friends. Oh, friends. Yeah, Firestorm. I'm sorry. That probably is. Yeah, what's yeah. Happening. Sorry. 
And yeah, yeah that's probably so where like, we're not giving the kid enough credit. Is he probably is trying that hard. It's just it's we're we're back then to the same note. Just pull it back, dude. Just pull it back. I know you can do this. Just bring it in a little bit. Just just mm-hmm. play it down. Just say your line. Like, mm-hmm. what's the old thing about Studio Sixty? Why didn't they laugh? The, why did they laugh the first time? Or why didn't they laugh the first time? Or whatever the hell it is. Oh no, it was um, gosh, what was it? Oh, uh, she's saying like they they laughed in rehearsal, but they didn't laugh in the uh, in the uh, actual performance. What happened? It's like, well, the first time you you were asking for the you were asking for the laugh. What did I do in the rehearsal? You asked for the salt. Yeah, there you go. That's it. Well, it's butter, but yeah, butter, whatever it was. Yeah. But that's the difference. The, the, the note is correct. What, no matter how badly we remember the show that we do very much love. Um, yeah, he, Studio 60, y'all. Yeah, Go watch that. He, he needs to ask for the butter a little bit better. Just just, just be in your scene, dude. I mean, I'll, I'll give him this, though. Like, we're, we're getting on to him for being... For overacting a scene. But so far, like, that's his scene. Like, so far, that that's the moment where they really let him off the leash. Um, like, he's... He did. He... Him and Stein had it out about everything that's happened so far. Like I didn't get, a, I didn't even get a chance to choose this, and uh, and you know this isn't like a partnership. This is a dictatorship, which actually was a decent line. Um, mm-hmm. Everything that goes back and forth between them, like there's a lot going on. These people have to share a body, and he didn't even get to choose whether he was on this adventure. Like he's got a lot to fucking talk about, and they let him do yeah. it. And I just, if that was a ten, give me a seven, give me a six, even. Mm-hmm. Well, as much as as much as uh, Stein says that he can't do this again, kill the kid, kill him. Bring me Jason Rush. That's what I want. <laughs> right. Wherever he is now. Third time's a charm. Wherever he is, <laughs> we can find him wherever he is. Third time's a charm. You're right. Jason Rush, y'all. Oh man, what else we got? Um, a lot of my notes are just like cold. Got it. Awesome. Cold. Got it. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I enjoyed all right the the big twist with Rip was what is his name uh, Dronus something like that I don't know oh uh, Drews yes Drews yeah um so his his old mentor Drews comes back um, complete with Kronos mm-hmm. uh, well before everything we're talking about the injury occurring that splits him open again and everything um great shot by the way great shot with the the fireball passing the whatever grenade that was uh-huh looked wonderful um mm-hmm. i enjoyed i enjoyed rip's little foray through uh through maybe giving up here for a second mm-hmm. i mean him having to yeah, explain himself okay. over and over again pretty good and i mean he even points out that like if you'll remember all those reasons where, where we changed the world and everything i lied all of that is a lie this is a this is a complete hell mary that you're participating in, and you've got an hour to figure out if you want to you know run this play. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. I enjoyed that. Um, but something that like the the part of this episode that disappointed me because uh, mm-hmm. I think a lot of what we talked about so far is what we enjoyed, except for the uh, Jack stuff and the Sarah stuff. Which, by the way, the Sarah and Kendra fighting uh, that's like that's a, a thing you use in uh, in you know. TV and movies sometimes it's like fighting therapy. Mm-hmm. It's just one of the least yeah. least effective sessions I've ever seen. Um, yeah, but I did like Rip's plan. Like it looks like Rip's plan was he knew that was going to be terrible. He knew they could. He knew they'd survive it, and he knew he needed mm-hmm. to keep them on the ship with some fucked up excuse to keep half the team on the ship in case everything went poorly. Mm-hmm. So I am enjoying Rip's role as master manipulator. That's actually kind of fun. Sure. Um, and even him explaining like it to Snart later, going, before you pull that trigger, tell me you would have made a different decision. God, mm-hmm. Good stuff. Um, 
but getting back to something that was weird, uh, the 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 finale of it of it was just that's where we get back to. I think they were trying to juggle too many things, and it got a little weird. Mm. And my biggest <laughs> the the thing that took me so far out of this was they have a conversation like Ray and uh, Snart have a conversation where they're like, "We should go, we should go uh, save her. She's gonna get herself killed." Blah blah blah. Raised the Boy Scout. Point of fact, he got all twenty-one badges, and he's an Eagle Scout now. All that, um, mm-hmm. which is fine. But he he tries to tell Snart, like, "Well, I have to do this. I mean, this is really complicated." And blah blah blah. By complicated, the entire thing is run on an eight-track mixing board, and he had to move two faders down at the same time. Yep. That ain't that. That ain't that complicated. I feel like he could have pointed Snart in the right direction. He's a clever, dude. Yep. <laughs> yep. I'm not. I don't know. You're not wrong. Yeah. I could try to put in some head cannon and go, yeah, well, there's like four mixing boards, and maybe they're all extremely relevant, and you have to look at the readings and see which ones need to be brought down. And if he had pulled down one and the other in the wrong way, or maybe just one and not the other, it would all explode. Fuck that all. It just, it that became, <laughs> for, for the lead up, it was a whimper. Mm-hmm. I would have believed it more if he was like, well, why don't, you know, you do the thing, and I'll do this, like... Uh, well, blah, 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 and here's my expertise. He's like, it's, you know, a mixing board. All you got to do is move those two levers up. And he goes, yeah, but I need you to actually move the levers up instead of stealing the mixing board. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> Problem solved. Or Ray just tells him, let me rephrase. I'm not willing to leave you alone on any given mission. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love Snart though. I'd watch a whole show about him. Just either Earth, get yeah. rid of everybody else. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I say we do both. We do a Citizen Cold show. We do a Captain Cold show. Mm-hmm. God, I know it's if, a tremendous strain, Wentworth, but dude, <clears throat> if ever there was a, a person, I, I I thought Ray was going to be more of the breakout character so far, and right now it's Snart. Yeah, it's definitely Snart. But same time, not snart. necessarily Ray's fault. He's the one that's gotten the most screen time. Mm-hmm. He just has. He's gotten the best the best screen time, I'll call it. He's gotten the best quips. He's gotten the best shots, even. They they have him playing mm-hmm. the lead role. Like, think about when they were, when Rip's ripping them a new one, um, mm-hmm. explaining what everyone did wrong. Well, notice he didn't look at Snart. Snart did every damn thing he was asked to do mm-hmm. on all of these missions, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, none of this is, none of the. None of the he was told not to screw with the timeline. Well, yeah. Well, I just meant all the missions in this episode. Yeah. I should be more specific. <laughs> All right. Um, you have anything else for this? Nah. Nah, I think I'm good. I think I'm good. I mean, I like that they're going so cliffhangery on this um, that we can actually kind of yeah get into the next episode. I I think it opens up a lot more doors to do it. Uh, it reminds me of, well, what I wanted to do would remind me of the Justice League Unlimited format a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like two and three parters instead of... I mean, you, you can't just watch a, a one-off episode of that show, right? Right. Um, that that would please me more. Because what do we have more? Like, uh, like was it, was it, is it 13? I think I've asked this before. Hmm. 13 episodes? 13. Season that we're no, 16. 16. 16. 16. Damn it. I've got to remember that. Stop asking about it. But we're, we're a quarter of the way in now. And mm-hmm. uh, between episode four and five, obviously, that's a one-off. All right, that's that's one episode because we're continuing one story. Mm-hmm. Um, like... That'll leave us, uh, yeah, that'll leave us eight episodes to play with. I kind of want them to only go to maybe like three or four more times. 
Like I like it when they stick around everyone. Yeah. It's a little bit like you were saying at the beginning of this. Like you don't want them to have to go into the magic transformy clothes room every time and come out and right. that be the shtick. Let's dig in. Yeah. Let's get weird, y'all. Let's get weird, y'all. You want to go nuts? <laughs> Let's get nuts. Nice pull. Thank you. Have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think that's it. I think that's all I've got for Legends of Tomorrow, man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be, as usual, looking forward to that next week. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, I look forward to everything, especially the Flash. Yeah. Everybody's got to have fun. I I, I enjoy the crap out of this show, though, and I don't don't intend to stop enjoying it. They'll have to convince me to not enjoy it. It's just too much fun. I, I mean, you know, I the last couple episodes I haven't enjoyed as much as I wanted to, and this last one was tepid to say the least. So, <laughs> no, I was I was disappointed with that. Um, it it's still uh, don't get me wrong. This is my least favorite of four, but for me, that's not a very harsh criticism. Right. I mean, even you know the worst episode of any of this, any of these shows, if if the main character the thing you're focusing on is is uh is snart you got a pretty good chance with me yeah snart stein so. palmer hell heat wave rip any of that yeah. Yeah. any of that you'll notice some names i didn't mention yeah <laughs> now we know why they didn't make a hot girl series yeah but come on man we're, we're there's too much to look forward to to even care even care that this was a, a little bit of a weird, like, second half of this episode. We, yeah, it was weird. Connor episode, Hawks but... and Jonah Hexes and... I know, I know. God, help us. I they know. might even get into some, some Legionnaires and just... I know. Fuck me, bring it all. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, high hopes, man. High hopes. <sighs> uh, we are DC On Screen. You can find us on DCOnScreen.com every episode. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Stitcher. Uh... Uh, talk to us. Let us know where we where we screwed up. How we how we uh, misinterpreted scenes. Uh, if we pissed you off and talking about how we didn't like a character or something. Talk talk to us, man. Come on. That's so fine. Uh, we're comfortable with being wrong. It's a it's we're a also daily comfortable state. with you being wrong. Whatever. <laughs> um. <laughs> a daily state. It's it's entropy at yeah. its best. It's bring it. Let's do this. Yeah. I'm not gonna get better. I'm just gonna get worse over time. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> That, such is the rule. Such is the rule. Um, <laughs> if you want to check out a similar podcast about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, go check out our friends Matt Carroll and Jeff Randall at the uh, MCUcast.com. And uh, we're both members of the Giant Size Team Up Network. You can go check that out at GiantSizeTeamUp.com. Um, I guess we're going to be coming, out, coming back, uh, what, Tuesday? Tuesday with a news episode is when that'll drop, probably. That should be when uh, it drops, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So and we're, we're going to have we like gonna a do big... the other thing? We might do the other thing. I'll keep that on the down low for now. All right. I almost said that like a snark. I'll keep that on the <laughs> down low for now. For now. Um, yeah, we might do a little something extra. And uh, <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Um, but until that time comes, keep some DC on your screen and keep us in your ears. Spring 
forward at Banana Republic Factory with 50 to 70% off everything. Shop season favorites from colorful dresses to easy tops from $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Enjoy 50 to 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Shop tees from $6.99 and joggers from $24.99, plus extra 15% off online. Exclusions apply. Shop the sale through April 6th. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.